When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? Always What's good. happening? It's always a pleasure. We didn't even get to catch up. We just started right away today. Yeah, well, we did our Sunday special first because we had our guest. Great <coughs> guest coming this Sunday. Um, really great. Yeah. I, 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 great conversation. Great conversation about uh, relationships and finances and the emotional psychology of it. And I think people who listen to this show are really going to love it. They're going to love it. But today's episode is going to be great, too. I had, I had a great weekend. It was in Florida with my family. As I told you, I was very nervous about it. You were nervous about the wedding. How did it look like it went? Great. It looked like the family was getting yeah. along, but uh, but Instagram versus reality. You never know. It actually was a very fun weekend. Everyone behaved themselves. I told you this privately, but I figure it's funny to tell on air. My sister actually hired a security guard for the wedding <laughs> to make sure that my parents stayed away from each other and that to and she and, and she said to each of them that if anyone was saying anything inappropriate, they would be escorted out of the venue. So it kept everyone on I- their toes. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I really do think because it's it's mostly for the theater of it. Yeah. I and we talked a little bit about this, but the I because the security guard is there, people just have that they're in on, yeah. they're it's in, in their the back mind, of their head. Back Should of their I head. say this comment? Eh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. The Maybe guy, not worth it. Right. Yeah. The you know, Luigi might come over and, you know, Chuck yeah. you from the event. And my parents didn't speak the entire time, so okay. they avoided any conflict. But it was funny because we were getting ready. You know, all the women are like in the room together getting ready all day. And my, my mom would make these comments. But she, my sister Shira, who got the security guard, she'd be like, and that's the kind of comment that's going to get you kicked right out <laughs> if you say this later at the wedding. And that's the, <laughs> the exact <laughs> hand on the button. Yeah. Just ready exactly. to call the security ready guard. To go. Yeah. Well, I, I I really do believe it's it's a it's about knowing. Okay, there are consequences for actions here. Totally, we can't just exist in a in a lawless society. Yeah. Law is to, in the building. You have to behave yourself. This is a formal event. Was um, anyone? Was your mom at all uh, insulted? You see, you know the thing is, with my, my parents are both such narcissists that they assume it's for the other person. <laughs> They're like, "This is great. Like it'll keep it'll keep right. your father away from me." And Good. so I have this joke, this running joke that both of my parents will say that they raised me alone. 
They're like, <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 the both, other one right. had no involvement. Both, both will tell everyone they know that they ba- that they raised all the kids basically on their own, wow. with no help from the other one, which is just so funny because it's like impossible that that would be true for both of them. Right. But they, I think they, they were both like, "This is great. It's going to keep that person. It's going to keep the other person in line." That's what they always say: three sides to every yes. story. Your side, their side, and somewhere the truth lies in the middle. Exactly. Um, but yeah. It was great. Everyone behaved themselves. I got to hang out with all my uh, my siblings. I have 10 nieces and nephews now. So Wild. they were all together. That was pretty cool to see ever, all the kids like becoming like friends. Like they're getting a little older. They're, and they have like, personalities. Yeah. And they're like excited to see each other. Like they're their cousins that they like live in different states. And they're like so pumped and they're so excited. They get the whole weekend together on Amazing. the beach and, you know, swimming in the pool. Do it you nice. see how the family dynamic will happen? Like, do you see kind of like. You know, you're so many of you. Yeah. Do you see like, okay, this faction's going to be doing holidays together. That one's going to go that way. Do you see that at all? Yeah. I mean, it's mostly based on like location. So Mm. now we have like a New York block and a Dallas block. And then there's a few scattered, like in one in Florida, one in San Francisco. But like those are where there's multiples. So Mm. most of the events are now in like Dallas or New York. The two embassies of the... Yes, the two annex, <laughs> the the uh, the Abraham Skolnick annex. Yes, is, the, is there? So it's cool to like see it all, kind of like you know everyone's growing up. There's like a new generation. It's very interesting to to be part of and to get to hang out. It's got to be fun. It is. It's kind of like I say this a lot. Like having a lot of siblings definitely has downsides. Where like mm. it's very can be very hectic and very tense and very like a lot of different people with issues with everyone else. But this weekend was kind of like the best version of that. Like when it's at its like when it's the best part of it is just like everyone being together, having fun. There's always someone there to like talk to and hang out. That's a big part of it. There's always someone new to tell the same story to. That's true. That's a great thing. Like sometimes I'll call my parents and they're, and they'll start talking. I'm like, I heard this one. Goodbye. Yes. Like it's like we've run out call, of now people. you could be like call. Well, the best is my mom makes rounds through all of us. So if I know if I don't pick up, it's not personal. She'll just go to the next person <laughs> down the line. To tell yeah. the, the insane story too. <laughs> but it was funny. We were flying here um, on Delta. I got Delta Gold, by the way. Everyone, there's a cla- clapping emoji, Congrats. please. Thank you. I was very excited about it. I've been working. Welcome to the this. show. Thank you. Um, so we got that, but it was funny because we were boarding. And I, this is where, this is a funny couples, we're talking about, you know, dating relationships. We're boarding and, you know, I got it. I don't believe in getting like a good seat unless it's like a lay flat seat. Otherwise I don't really, on a flirt, on a trip to Fort Lauderdale, I'm not really seeing mm. the difference. And Put me in wherever you put yeah. me. Yeah, so we're both it. fine on the economy for that. Um, But I like to board one group ahead of the one that I'm supposed to that so you, they've called it's uh this is thrill of the chase so to speak you a like bit. a little bit of action yeah you want to get ahead of the other people that are meant to be equal with you i get it i like I get to it. cheat the system a little bit you want to feel like a badass a little bit i want to make sure that i get the overhead space especially oh, if the flight is full i'm like i'm not not getting this overhead space well, this or is, having to go to the bat put your put your bag at the back of the plane and then you have to wait for everyone to get off. No. And then go, that's like a nightmare. Awful. This is why when there's always someone that's like, ah, we're all getting on the same plane. Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. No, no, no. It's the overhead space. I, it's the overhead space yes. I'm worried about. I don't want this bag getting taken away by someone who doesn't care about the bag to then put on underneath the flight. No, 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 no. We're not all going to the same place. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I hate that person. I hate that. Unless I'm bringing like just a backpack or something or I've checked a bag and, I've, and then Different I don't story. care. 
But for this, I like to board a little. It's my little, you know, I'm a little, I got a little edge. I like to board one group mm-hmm. ahead. That's my thing. I've always said to people, Jordana. It's <laughs> the amount of edge. Is, uh, boarding one group ahead of the of her assigned boarding group on a Delta flight. Total badass. Yes. <laughs> so they're calling Denzel Delta Comfort. And I'm like, my, we're main one. Right. So I'm like, Mike, let's, let's get up there. He's like, they haven't called us. So I'm like. Come on, like come on! Yes. Just, I'm like, just come on. Oh, I've had the. I... And he's like, he's like, you know, I really don't like this quality about you. Really? <laughs> he's like, this is not my favorite quality of yours. And oh I my was god! Like, he doesn't want to be involved. What? Yeah, he's. I think he's like, you're and like you're embarrassing me a little right. bit. Right. I'm like, well, I was like, listen, the first time that I get called out for doing this, when they see my, I, they scan the ticket and they're like, send you back, get out of here. I'll stop doing it. Right. They clearly, it's just a suggestion. We're yeah, this is a suggestion, <laughs> and also like, let's let the you know, I'll keep winning this game and yeah. double downing every single time. You know, like. Well, when I lose, I lose. Yeah. I'm going to lose big. But yeah, this is not his it's not his thing. I guess he's he's much more of a rule follower than me. But it was just funny because I was like, I was like, what? This yeah, is right. Not, I was this like, this is who me, I am getting us on the plane. And uh, bet, like uh, this is like, should, you, should, you should think this is hot. Um, <laughs> right. I'm a badass. Yeah, exactly. what, what, you know, so then I used that for the rest of the week. And whenever he did the tiniest thing, I was like, you know, this is not my favorite quality about <laughs> of yours. <laughs> Tell Mike I board with the people who need assistance group. <laughs> even the Delta Medallion. Even the, uh, yeah. the, it's the never diamond, enough for me. Even the Diamond Medallion members. Right. Not, I do this. Yeah, I, exactly. I fake a limp. And I, <laughs> you have a limp. I do have legs, a limp. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. Um, I, no, I'm kidding. Um, the, uh, I, I, no, I'm not kidding about the limp. I have a limp, but I, um, definitely, I, no, I, I do this. I've done this in the past. I've been with people on flights where they, I'm like, let's go. And they're like, well, mine says this. And I right. go, well, you're with me. I own this fucking flight. I'm a Delta Diamond Medallion member. Exactly. These people can suck my fucking dick. Yeah. And that's the loud fight we're having in the middle this of the tournament. This isn't a democracy no. anymore. It's like going, I'm yeah. the winner. Yeah. It's like if you, were at, if you went to a club and someone tried to get, like, you cut, Could try you to keep cut the, moving. Try to cut the line. If right. you can't cut the line, you get in the back of the line. I hate the person. Well, what are you doing? Shut your mouth. Just right. grab my or belt loop here. and let's get to the fucking plane. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, I'm leading this brigade. The, the, the operation Fuck These People has begun. Yes. I also do love when people get caught. That should be the title of your parenting book. <laughs> Grab my belt loop and let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I do. People, you like when people get caught a little bit. Oh. Oh, totally. But it's I not me. If I'm following erect. The, if I'm following the rules and someone cuts the line, I that's the dream that someone else yells at them. And then I could just be like clapping. In the I, back, you know. oh, a strict <laughs> gate agent. I love it. I am like, I am, I am sitting there like, Get them. Because you've earned, you feel like you've earned earned it. it. Keep these people, keep these animals in line. It was funny when I was making, when I was making uh, Mike, like get in the line with the Delta Comforts, Mm. the guy, like they call Delta Comfort and like a bunch of people and the guy, the guy like right behind us is like your Delta Comfort. Like, I feel like uh, he's like, I feel like there's like a lot of Delta comforts. Oh yeah. There's always that person. And then Mike got scared. He's like, he like let the guy go in front of him. (laughs) You go, you go. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I can't. He's like, you know, you can't find my boarding. He's like, I can't find my boarding guest. Why don't you go ahead? Oh my God. He's like, the chick is up. (laughs) Well, that's, this is the beauty of a relationship is like figuring out, oh, he's that type. I'm this type. Right. I'm fuck these people going one step ahead. I'm 
oh my god they've caught us yeah this you random say, guy you say that with your mom i remember you part of your thing is like your mom gets the beach chairs my early. mom she's, she's, is that type right she's reserving like 15 chairs when she needs three probably <laughs> she is uh an eagle of a mom like it is like i will protect these chicks and get them more worms than ever. I don't care. I got to get my chicks the worms. I don't care if all the other chicks are starving. Yeah. That's my mom. There's no question. And, and that's usually who gets called. You know, that's why the whole Karen thing always bothered me. I'm like, you know, do, you know, let's not point the finger at another Karen when you're sitting at home with one, too. Like, it could be your mom. A hundred percent. My right. mom would, I mean, it would, it's funny because as a kid, it would mortify me. But now I guess I do some of those things where, like, every hotel room we get, she'd find something wrong with it. And we'd right. get a free breakfast. And I'd be like, just stop. <laughs> right. anxious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now you're like, those pancakes taste a little bit sweeter. Because <laughs> they're free. Free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great trip. I'm happy you had fun. Thank you. Um, it's, it looked like a great time. I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The show's wonderful. Thank you for everyone that came out. Um, I did. I was there for so long. I feel like I gained 7,000 pounds. I ate. They eat with no regard for their bodies. I feel like that's everywhere outside of like New York and LA. I, maybe. <laughs> I mean, the Midwest this time of year. It just feels like people are out everywhere. Like in regards to this podcast, like... You know, if you're in a major city or even like whatever city you're in, people are out like people are going out, having drinks yeah. like, I mean, Milwaukee, I didn't realize they have this like Bloody Mary culture there. Oh, Bloody Marys really? are huge. Love a good Bloody Mary. I do, too. Bloody Marys are the kind of thing where there's like a shitty Bloody Mary and a good Bloody Mary. And it's very you can tell just by looking at it. Totally where you're going to be at. Totally agree. And when they're made with love. I like when, yeah. it's a, when you can see the little a, flecks of... of, of um, uh, attention to detail. Right. Yes, and, as and, opposed and, to just this like red slushy grossness. Uh, and, and also yeah. Bloody Mary goes from really good to bad the minute the ice cubes melt. 100%. Like yeah. gone. I need a lot of ice. I need... And I don't... The problem I have with Bloody Marys right now is is the same with charcuterie boards. It's all for show, not for, you know, substance. Yeah. Because they do this thing on the top with all the accoutrements and you go, none of this is good food. It still has to taste good. Yeah. The the, the Bloody Mary has to taste good. Yeah. We've lost our way with the Bloody Mary. People are putting too much on top, not enough within. Not enough substance. Uh, yeah. No. I went to, and so I did a little Bloody Mary tour. I tried some. There was one with like a, a lobster tail in it. Okay. There was, and then I went to this Is place. it a meal or is it a drink? I guess it's question. a little bit of yeah, both. Right. I, I don't know. We've lost our way. They, they're doing average on both. What happens yeah. is, like, you know, we got a lobster tail, so now we don't put in any... When they started putting bacon in them, I was like, where, what is the point of this? Where have where we gone we? as yes. a society? Right. Yeah. I, I will say the, uh, I think what I, there was one place that was very good and put like spaghetti in it and I didn't eat the fucking spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah. It was all Shut up. insane. insane. Carbs in the Bloody Mary? <laughs> there was a one place, Sobelman's, which is the one that everyone tells you to go to. They have a Bloody Mary menu and oh. it's, um, and there's like one with sliders on it. Okay. Literally, there's sliders inside, on top of the. On top. Right. Okay. It's not There's inside. a roasted chicken on top. How do you put pasta on top? They take a handful of it and they dump it on top. I must have taken a picture. I'll show you. I. I That's insane. It. it again, I okay. don't need that, but right. it is part of the show. You know, it's what they're, you know, and, and listen, I had a great it's a time. French onion soup, Bloody Mary. There's cheese melted on the top of the glass. Right. You just stick your, your, your straw through it. Right. I had a cheese curd that was wrapped in bacon. Okay. 
Okay. And I was like, this might kill me. Yeah. Like, this is so much, like, I, I chewed Clogged into it. Gone. Right but I had a great time. The shows were great. We're working on the special. Um, Excited. By this time next week, it will be in yeah. pre-sale. Pre-sale. And you can get tickets, and I'll put out the word. I think the code is going to be... I don't know yet. Let me, All right, let me go to Jared's Instagram story. I'm sure the code will be It's right on there. there. And yeah. so you can do pre-sale tickets. And then the 20th is going to be the big release of tickets. Gramercy Theater, December 8th. Uh, we're taping a special. I'm getting ready. I'm in the I'm rehearsal pumped. room. I was at the Comedy Cellar last night. I did a, like a piece of it. Okay. And it, How'd it go? It, it, it really did well. I, I, I mean, I am not. I, and I feel uncomfortable. Stand-up saying is, it does. You feel weird saying anything you do is good because it's like. Right. You know, you know, there's no like good and bad stamp. It's like, what do you, what do you, you think it's good? Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm not putting it out there because right. I think it's bad, right. you know, but yeah. I, it, it has been, uh, there is an element of like, um, sometimes a stand up bit, you, you're talking through it. Right. And you're like, there's a lot of fat on what you're saying. I'm getting to the point where it's like, trimming all the fat, trimming the fat. It's a clean, bop, bop, show. bop, bop, laugh, laugh, laugh. You know, there's a moment of like, it's kind of like a musical melody when you right. got it right, right, hitting the, all the right notes at the right time. It, right, and and the problem with stand up is like there's always these like rankings. Who's the best? You know, it's an athletic art form. You right. know, like you go out and you try Who's and the do well. Of all time. And it's like yeah. I just want to put out something that's like that is so relatable to someone that they go, "Oh my God, he's speaking right to me." Yeah. And I think I'm getting there because I'm talking about all stuff that, I, especially the Betches audience. Like we're look, I think the audience that listens to this will fully enjoy 100%. I mean, if you like this this show, you're going to love this special. Oh, yeah. And and the first, you know, I'm talking about being single, going through a breakup, uh, you know, eating habits, all that stuff. So, I'm and I'm excited. on the road. If you're out there, Baltimore, Virginia, uh, Richmond, Virginia, Baltimore, Boston, I added a second show. Uh, the second show is selling out currently. We're about halfway sold. It's a month away. I'm going to be in Miami for Thanksgiving. Ooh. Come carve the turkey with... Your dear old Uncle J train. Magoobies? Magoobies is this weekend, I think. Oh, so it's going to be over by the time they listen. No, the, the, oh, Magoobies is, we are in Magoobies time. Okay, you better get there. Is it sold out already? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so come on out to Magoobies and Timonium. And then I'm going to be in, uh, I'm doing a lot of Virginia. I'm going to be in Virginia Beach. Interesting. I've never been there. Never been. No. Going in December. I'm sure the beach will be wonderful. <laughs> You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back 
Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about if you can be too comfortable being single. Ooh, I am fat and happy being single. (laughs) I mean, you're not that comfortable being single or else you wouldn't be dating, right? Right. I guess... Like, you're, you know, when I think about like, can you be too comfortable? Like, there is an element of like, am I trying enough? Right. Am I doing enough? And I think women deal with this way more than men. But that's with everything. I mean, yeah, I feel that way about so many things. It's like, how do you how do you know if you're doing enough? How do you know if you're right. actually putting in done everything you can do to solve this issue if you think it's an issue? Right. But what if you don't think it's an issue? If you don't think it's an issue, then why even date? I guess, I guess unless you're having fun with it. If you're having fun dating, then that's. I'm, you know, like I'm having fun dating. I would say I'm, I'm, I am dating. Yes. I am. I am going on. I've gone on many first dates as we talked about on you up with benefits. And do you ever get frustrated? Yeah. I get frustrated that I'm like, I'm like, am I, um, I get frustrated with like, am I putting my, tentacles in too many places am i is am i giving opportunity to like go to a second date do i know what it what the feeling i want do you know what i mean like i know it's like coming to terms with when you feel full okay like oh my stomach hurts i'm full right can i trust myself to know when it's good or bad right okay like you go on a date and you go that was fun and that was a nice person and you're like but Am I looking for this thing that maybe doesn't even exist? You know, like the spark. I don't. I don't hate to call it the spark, but I'm like, is there a? I'm like, I don't know. I uh, where it's tough to speak on. I I I guess not the spark, but you're looking for like, oh, I want to be excited for the you know the round two, or did we do we talk about the right things? I mean, we just came off of taping you up uh, the Sunday special about the um, money money stuff, and I'm like hearing. Um, him talk about our guest who was talking about like just like all these conversations. I'm like, that's a good conversation to have. That's a good conversation to have. And I'm going, man, I don't do that. Am, am I an idiot? Am well, I? You don't have to do that yet if you've right. gotten to well, a certain. Stage. Not even just for finance, but I'm like, right. am I going on these dates and being like, and fucking around? You okay. know, like for, instead of being right. asking the right question, I'm picking my nose again. Oh, also. <laughs> People, I, I got so many link clicks on the pick my nose Tweet. for the YouTube. Yeah. Like I put in my Instagram story, YouTube, and it's such a great clip. And I picked my nose and 
It got so many now more clicks. Keep doing it. What do I have to do to get you to sign up for YouTube? We're gonna shit my pants on YouTube <laughs> for you to sign up. Like I got me so annoyed. It's like we're putting out this YouTube. It's great. It looks wonderful. We have a beautiful studio here. Subscribe to the YouTube. I shouldn't have to pick my nose to get you to click. Yeah, the what is it? Link. What does it take? Right. Do I need to shit my pants? <laughs> What, what do you, do you want? guys want? You let us know what you want. What do you want me to do? We'll, pick both nostrils? Well, you want me to do this? <laughs> you want me to do this? I'll do this all fucking day. Get on the YouTube. There weren't even a lot of comments. I was I'm like, sure so our guest is happy that you were shaking his hand before the episode <laughs> as opposed to after. Yeah, um, don't touch his hands. <laughs> Double We're going to have to get you a special jar for the recording studio. Right. for Booger where you jar. Can put it. Yeah. Special boogie jar. Boogie jar. I'm going to call it. Boogs. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. A fucking jar. <laughs> How disgusting is that? Can we get one hey. next time? Yes, we're gonna. I think we get. We got a little mason jar. <laughs> Didn't you guys have like a politician in here? <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> who was the politician you guys had in here? Uh, Gillibrand. Gillibrand. Yes. She comes in. Oh, is this the studio? What's that jar? That's the boogie jar. Oh, that's the boogie jar. We have a. <laughs> in case you have to go, I think you should appreciate it. Who knows? Right. Yeah. What if she's like, oh, don't mind if I do? She's, Gillibrand just starts picking her nose, several and fingers dropping. <laughs> I think book. that would do pretty well for us. That clip, right. clip for for sure. Right. Well, um, what were we just talking about? The boogie jar before the boogie jar <laughs> we're talking about uh dating oh and, just like when to know yes. oh right how do you know am i am i fucking around oh the questions he was asking it's not the financial questions i'm like but i'm like right you're like oh those are like thoughtful like am i, I think, not thoughtful enough I on think these the dates first question is about having the first the first date fun right let's let's have fun let's see if we can have a playful vibe together mm -hmm. right I think once you get to like the second, the third date, then you can start asking some questions to figure out like who someone actually is. Right. Right. I It's it's difficult because I am okay with myself and being on my own. But then I think what happens is you go like this would be nice to like, you know, you, you get in the quiet of a Sunday. Right. And you go, ah, what's this all worth? And then you start counting on your hands, you know, like I'd like, you know. Like, oh, I'm 37. If we don't do this now, you know, you're Working like... Working backwards in terms of like... It's funny. There's like a friend scene where I'm like, I think it's Rachel's 30th birthday. Mm. And she's like, well, I have enough... She's like single. She's like, I have enough time. If I'm, you know, if I want to if I want to have a kid by 34, then I need to, you know, meet the... I need to be married. I'll want to have a year married without kids. I'll have to be 33, but then I'll want to date the guy for two years before. And then right. she's like, well, I'm already like three years late now. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the, you do that a lot. Yeah, as like a single person, like, and I've caught myself doing that. And I you, do that myself, right? As like a as a married person, I feel like it's very much like you know you want to. It feels like a not like a race, or it feels like you're on. You know, you want to be on track, right? You don't want to wake up and realize you're too late for something, right? And and did I waste my time, mm -hmm. my own time? Right. That's even sadder than getting your time wet. You're like, oh, I could have done all this. Yeah. I'd be done already. It's a it's a tough way to think about life. I think I don't think it's a very no. Fair I think way. it's not the right the way no. to think about it. But I think it's a very natural thing to do in your own mind. Where like we're constantly comparing ourselves with those around us, and mm. you know, 
where they are in life and you want to be, you want to make sure you're not like the last person at the bar. I, I mean, let's just speak to the bar yeah. thing. Last night, my buddy had his, the 10 year anniversary of uh, hair of the dog. Oh, wow. Hair of the dog yeah. on the Lower East Side, fun, fratty kind of bar. They own a bunch of bars, but my buddy was one that I remember he opened that bar. Amazing. I was at the opening 10 years ago. And then he invited me to the, like the 10 year anniversary. And I'm like, it's been 10 years. I go, I can't believe I was here at the opening. And I'm like, man, this is crazy that I'm talking about a bar. Like it's a kid. Like I remember when you were one <laughs> years old, like I'm like, this is sad. Like yeah. uh, where did life go? That's so, so fun. I'm old. <laughs> this yeah. is, well, let's get to the email on right. that exciting note. Right. I'm, not, I'm but, sorry. Yeah. Happy birthday hair, the dog. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll read it. Hi, J&J. Big fan of the pod. I'm planning on seeing Jared in Miami on Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, thank you so much. It'll be this person and my parents. You're going to get gonna get a great seat. Right. <laughs> so here's my issue. I went through a big, big breakup in 2021, and soon after, I tried dating again. I was on the apps and quickly went through the download and delete loop. A few months ago, I deleted all my accounts for good and focused on getting to a good place. I started decentering dating in my life, and it's been going great. I fill my schedule with whatever I want and I spend time with my friends, family, or just myself. I know that ultimately I would love to meet someone, but I don't want to put in any effort like downloading the apps again. By the way, I'm 37. A friend told me that she feels like I'm giving up. I don't enjoy oh, the apps. Friend. <laughs> I feel like you're giving up. Like who says that? I mean, to someone? I can imagine thinking that if you're a very good intimate friend, you could be like, My fear for you is that you've you know, given you've up, given up and that you know you don't have to, and that if this is something you want, you don't I get it. No man has ever had that conversation with an, with their guy. About, well, men don't have a biological clock in the same sure. way, you know? Um I don't enjoy the apps at all, and yes, I don't meet as many potential dates, but I'm okay with that and hoping I just meet someone through friends or in the wild. Do you think that's a bad way to go about dating? Thank you for all that you do. A comfy batch. I think this is the right way to go about dating. Yeah. I mean, she said she's open to dating. The apps are not doing it for her, and she... I can understand why... I can understand why her friend would feel say, I feel like you're giving up if she's like, I'm not dating at all, mm. and I want to be in a relationship, but I'm not dating at all. I just don't feel like it's ever going to happen for me, so I'm off. The way that th this woman's attitude seems different. Yeah. Because I do feel like there's a difference between I'm, you know, I'm taking a break from this thing, which makes me feel stressed and mm -hmm. makes me feel anxious and I don't, it doesn't feel good. And I feel like I'm, I don't have time for other things. Um, that to me is a different mentality than I'm not dating at all because I've given, I've given up on the idea of finding someone. Right. And I, I think this is like also like the idea of turning on and off dating, like it's a light switch. I yeah. think that hurts people. Right. Because it, it, it makes it fail. It means I'm failing. Right. Every I've, day or I'm I've single. Given, or I've given, yeah, I've given up. I've failed. Yeah. Right. And deleting it means you failed. You've given up and not being, every day you're single is a failure. Right. Because you're not working. And I think the, what I, what I love about their email the most is uh, I fill my schedule with whatever I want and I spend my time with friends and family or just myself. Like, great. Yeah, that's nice. That, that, to me, that like, you know, and the most annoying thing to hear is like, it's going to happen when you're not even looking. And it's like, I do think the truth in that is like, you're okay with you. 
Yeah, I think it's going to happen when you like feel relaxed and like you're having fun. Right. If you're doing it, like I always say this, if you're doing it and you feel like you're dreading every app date or you don't, you're on there, but you feel like you don't want to be there or you feel like it's not Mm -hmm. working for you, you're going to, that's going to be worse for your dating life than not being on and meeting. Cause then you, even the people you meet in the wild, you're going to have that energy with. Right. Whereas if you feel like you're generally happier with your life, you're going to be a better date when you do meet someone. It's crazy to think. It's funny that like, because the tool exists and of dating apps yeah. that now you're accused of not trying cause you're not using the tool. Right. right? When it didn't like, even exist 12 years ago. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, 12 years ago, someone would be like, oh, I'm single. You look to meet someone, of course. And then you'd move on. Right. <laughs> you know? And now it's like, oh, if you're not, a- it's funny. There used to be, if you met someone on the apps, it used to be kind of lame. Right. Now it's like lame to not be on them, I guess, in some ways. Right. Saying. Yeah. And so like that, it's like, I think the perspective, that perspective is off. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, again, I think it's, she's in a good spot to be in where she's like happy with her life single. Mm. She would like to be in a relationship. And if she if she found herself in one, she would be happy with it. Um, but she's not she's not saying I'm miserable being single and I'm giving up and I'm now I'm depressed. Right. I guess, you know, I guess I'll personalize this a little bit like, the you know, when I when you del- when you download an app. I don't download it to be like, I, I guess my to me, they're not distracted. OK. That there's a, I think there's a fine line with these dating apps that turn into distraction. Okay. And they're the reason you don't go out. Right. That you don't meet the people, that you don't hang with your friends, that you don't put your, like, I think we need to stop thinking of like downloading the app equals trying. What equals trying to you? Uh, being open. Okay. I think being open to all possibilities. And positive? If, open and positive. If someone says to you, do you want to be fixed up? You go with the right person. Yeah. Right. Instead of, no, I hate fix-ups. Right. It's like, I and uh, do you want to come with me to drinks tonight? If you can, you should. You know, like yeah. being open. Oh, yeah, leaving the house. Because I when I download a dating app, a lot of times, the last few times, I've been boredom. Okay. You know, I'm like, you know, it's like walking into, to me, I'm like treating it like Zillow. I have no plan to right. buy. Just browsing. Just browsing. Yeah. And Take a look at the yeah. houses. And that's, I mean, that's not really the best way to be on them, right? Like, what's the right. best way I to be on the Right, I think it's a bad way. Yeah. yeah, the best way is probably, like, I'm excited to, like, go on out. I'm with a stranger. Have an interesting conversation. Right. Right. And, it, you know, again, that's the reason to delete them. Yeah. It's the reason if that's to. that's not your, if that's not what you're feeling when you're on them. Right. Like, this person, to me, like, their attitude, like. The idea, I guess her friend's view is like, okay, you're 37. And if you are subscribed to the biological clock thing, right, then I'm worried that you are not trying hard enough. And that by the time you do, it'll be too late for you. Well, if you're complaining to this friend, then that's the answer you're going to get back. If, if, if you're complaining right, about your I, dating right, life. Yeah. But if you seem happy, then I don't think they should care. Right. Right. And, and and that's the problem is like you have no right to complain to some people. I, I think you have a right to complain. But like because I like to complain. I mean, we all have we a right all, to yeah, complain. Yeah, we all have right? a right to yeah. complain. But, he, but I think some of your friends will go, they don't know how to help you. 
Yeah. And, and they go, well, here's like, a dating well, app. You're not doing that. Right. So. Well, if you're not doing all these things and that's an easy thing for them to suggest and you're like, no to that. They're like, well, then you deserve it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then you go, they go in, and I tried to fix you up with Christopher. And you go, I don't want to go out with that guy. And they go, well, then get the fuck out. Then shut the fuck up. And you do have to, I think you have to realize that that people aren't up for that conversation because they have no, they feel helpless. Right. And they like you as a friend and they want to be there for you. But like, if you come to them with like, ugh, I can't even get one date. And they're like. Right. They're not sure what you want. What what you want from them. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I've if I talk to someone about like my dating life and they go, Well, would you be fixed up? I go, Yeah, the right part. I think like that has to be a part. Right. If you feel positive and and into it. But I agree. If you're I think that maybe if she's complaining about being upset that she's single to a friend and also saying, Well, I don't want to get beyond the abs, I can see why her friend would be like, Well, that's I don't really have much else to tell Sounds you. Sounds like you've given up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Sounds like it's over for you. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your awkward sex stories. We love them. Hi, J&J. Love the pod. I've been listening for years and have always wanted to submit this awkward sex story. My entire life, I have always been into bigger men. Some of my friends call me a chubby chaser. Okay. Okay. But I like to describe my type as king size. King size. I love that. Wow. Oh, my God. Good for you. 2016, I met a man on Tinder during a blizzard. 
We matched and he said he had whiskey and a Hulu password. And that was all I needed to invite him over. This man is the definition of king-sized man. He is probably six foot five, maybe 300 pounds, super hot. He walked 90 minutes across the city in the middle of a snowstorm to meet up. Wow. I guess. I just imagine this Viking figure. That's kind of hot. Gotta get to that. (laughs) Really needed to get there. Right. He really needed this. He needed this. He's, (laughs) I gotta get to that pussy. You can just <laughs> cross in my a, day. Right. We walked 90 minutes in a blizzard. <laughs> Back in my day, three miles up the snowy mountain to try and lick a clit. There you go. <laughs> and thus began a four-year friends with benefits situation. Now, sometimes one of the downsides of hooking up with king-size men is that he oftentimes snore. This man snored a lot. However, he eventually got a CPAP machine to help with his sleep apnea and snoring. This was great news because because I could sleep over and actually sleep. Have you ever seen someone in a CPAP machine? I've seen a machine. I don't think I've ever seen anyone use it. Have you? It's I've seen a picture because I've heard comedians talk about it on stage. Yeah, I've seen like pics of it, but not. It's wild that people even sleep with it, but it improves their lives so much. And I'm sure those of those that of those around them. Right. The snore, as they said. Yeah. One time I went over for a movie, which led to a hookup and then going to bed. We went through our normal routine. He hooked up his CPAP machine and put on his mask, which for reference is quite large. Yeah. They look like Darth Vader. Yeah. It's scary. It it looks like a medical like thing on top of your face. Right. Um, Fully goes around his head and covers his nose and mouth. Tubes everywhere. I turn over and go to sleep. Since we had just hooked up, we fell asleep naked. I mean, if I was hooking up with someone for the first time and they mm. put that on, I would be a little scared. Like, like it's some kinky, weird, right, right. Or they're gonna like kill me. Yeah. Right. Like now it goes on me, and then it goes on you, yeah. and it's a murder suicide. <laughs> and good night forever. Yeah. The, it, a few hours later, in the middle of the night, I wake up to him rubbing my thigh. He then starts rubbing his hands up and down my body, which obviously feels really good. I turn back around to face him, and the next thing I know, I am on top of him. Before I know it, we are full on having sex, and he's still wearing the CPAP machine. (laughs) I'm on top of him, looking down and seeing his full face covered with the mask and the tubes. He's breathing very heavily and looks just as surprised as I was that this was happening. I almost felt like I was fucking Bane from Batman. (laughs) Do you know know that that reference? reference? Is the third Batman with Christian Bale? Bane is the is the uh, the villain. Okay, and he's like he talk he talks like this. Okay. Isn't that he talks? He goes, oh, I was born in the darkness." Oh wow! Okay, yeah, right. He does the uh, it does. I was like I'm imagining this guy. <laughs> this born this boner was born in the darkness. You know, like, <laughs> it's like clearly, what's that? It's Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy who plays okay. him, right? Yeah. <laughs> Molded by it. <laughs> this boner was molded by the CPAP machine. Clearly no kissing involved. What is interesting is that he finished way faster than usual. <laughs> I have always wondered if it was related to the CPAP machine. Well, In the hard, end... It's hard to go down on someone with the CPAP machine. It really limits the foreplay. Right. <laughs> he can't go down on her. Yeah. I yeah. guess the other way. Yeah. He'll take a blowjob, I'm sure. T- I'm sure he'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, I rolled off of him and said, we can never do that again. And we didn't. 
Although we did continue to hook up, and one time we even reminisced on this awkward sexual encounter. He said he didn't mind wearing the CPAP machine. Yeah, he could finally breathe, maybe. <laughs> you didn't I didn't, it wasn't too bad. Right. I think more oxygen flowed to the penal region, and that's why uh, I went so quickly. He was actually interested in hooking me up to the CPAP machine. <laughs> that's where it gets weird. Hey, why don't you, why don't you throw this on? <laughs> right? CPAP kink, yeah. Uh, during sex to see if it helped me orgasm faster. Too. <laughs> He's trying to sell her on it. Hey, why don't you put it's this get, on? We'll get two. Right. I think you might be able to come faster if you put on this mask. Like a spacesuit. Right. Like. So maybe an experiment for the future. Hope you had uh, found that fun. I know my friends and I did. Let this be a reminder to all king size men out there that there are women that will sleep with you, CPAP machine and all. From CPAP coitus. What, are you, what a tale. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Yeah. I love that it's like normalized. They're comfortable together. It's a great friend, like a hookup situation. Right. If you can bring out your CPAP machine. Things are okay. Yes. It's working for both of you. Well, it's funny. That it's like friends with benefits. You're like, the friends with benefits always leads to like, well, if you like all this, why don't we just be together? Right. And it's like, well, if you put on your CPAP machine. If you're with comfy me, with the CPAP. Right. I would, I could see that. Maybe they should date. King-sized man. I've never someone heard someone referred to as a king-sized man. King-sized man, I love it. Yeah. It, it is, um, I don't think it would work the other way. I don't know if a, a queen-sized queen woman. Queen-sized man? Uh, a queen-sized woman? <laughs> I don't know if you can even, You. I guess Prince you could say curvy, plus-sized women, you're allowed to say. Um. Yeah, what's the term? Voluptuous? Voluptuous. I don't know. It's funny that like there's no there's no equally flattering word. No, king size man is great. I think it's great. Red flag or deal breaker? The person's like, here's the red flag deal breaker. Okay, let's hear it. You're they they put on the 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 CPAP. You have sex like it just happens the way it happened with them. Mm -hmm. But then they keep pushing for it to do it again. They're like, I I, I really right. want to do this again. I agree with this person. Like one time is like I'm not really sure what's going on. This is kind of hot. Mm -hmm. Can every time I'd be like, and eh, let's try a little harder. Right. Like, <laughs> let's do something you know, different. Right. Yeah. It's like if you, you know, having with your like retainer in, it's like one time is like, all right, right, I want you so bad. I don't even care about taking this off. The rest <laughs> of the time it's like, all right, let's, let's put in a little effort. You know what it's good for? Bad morning breath. Yeah. Like Make he woke sure up. He's no like, kissing. yeah, you got no kissing. You yeah. didn't have to like smell his, you know, his mountain man breath. It. Yeah. Let's do it. CPAP that ass, man. He had the, sleep, the sleeping giant. <laughs> CPAP that ass is funny. I had Darth Vader vagina. I like that. Um, CPAP porn. CPAP porn. I like that. The sleeping giant. That's fun. Yeah. I, I, the Bane bang. The who? Bane bang. Okay. I like that. Because Bane, the, the evil guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's do another email. This was a good one. Let's, yeah, let's play. We have had a voicemail for our second email. Let's play it. Hey, J&J. Love the pod. Obsessed for a few years now. Um, I feel like you've definitely been my dating navigation lifeline. Um, I'll get right to it. I have a question about a problem that I run into daily on the app. Let me start by saying I do not want kids, like at all, not even a maybe, just not for me. And I get a lot of likes on Hinge from guys that put in their profile that they do want kids, even though mine clearly says that I do not. So I have a few questions. 
are guys just not looking at that? Um, I kind of feel like since Hinge isn't a swiping app and it limits likes, that people have to actually look at the profile before deciding. So are these guys maybe less set in their decision on kids, but just put that they definitely want them so that they don't turn off women who definitely do? Or are they hoping that I'm not set on my decision? It's just super hard to turn down every guy that sends me a like. But I don't <laughs> want to waste their time. All these um, men keep lying. If we were to have, like, good banner banter and want to meet up, when would it be appropriate to bring it up? Like, hey, cool. Nice to meet you. But I definitely don't want kids. You sure? Not sure. Um, should I bring it up even before meeting? I know that there's filters for this, but your girl just graduated nursing school, and I'm on a budget. Thanks for everything the you what? do. What? Oh, Please filter. bring the oh, live yeah. to Billy so I can fangirl. Thanks Did so much, K-Bye. I don't know. I don't, I've never. Um, yeah, you can sure. make it so no one can see you who says they don't want kids, I guess. Or you filter, only, you only see guys who also say they don't want kids. Right. Or the only people can yeah. see you that do you have, don't. Do you have I, to pay for that? I've, I've never paid for that. And okay. I didn't know that was a possibility. Yeah. I mean, this is an interesting thing. To me, I was kind of like, first of all, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't feel bad about not, especially if it's just a like. I wouldn't that I wouldn't feel bad about not engaging with every person who liked my profile. Right. Was, well, like, I think <laughs> it, it is. Um, it's she's making a classic mistake. Yeah. And the mistake is everyone is on this app for the same reason I am on. I was this thinking app. that too. Yeah. Right. Like. Right. The idea, do men look at whether you have, want kids or not? No. Yes. Or do they, right. Are they only looking or also, are they only swiping right on anyone who would be 100% the perfect match for them or like would be a prospective future wife? Future wife. Them? Exactly. Yeah. So this person needs an adjustment of their perspective Okay. to be on the dating apps. Like, and I, this is for everyone out there. Just because they liked you doesn't mean they came with you with ready to go packaged as a husband or wife they're not everyone's got their own thing they're going through and they're going through it while being on there and hoping to get naked and feel the love of another person right you know i feel like most men are like am i attracted like right that is am I not attracted don't like but no. do they want kids you know like that's right. not crossing their plus mind. right i think a lot of guys would go out and hang out and hook up if they did want kids and even maybe like date you for a little bit if they didn't want kids Abs or they did want kids to go back to yeah. the Zillow yeah. thing. That's how men look. How do you look on Zillow? Oh, let me just take a look. I, you'll right. even go on a. I'm not every house you look at. You're not like, and I would, I would put an offer in. Right. You're or every every house that you put in your queue. Yeah. <laughs> you know they come back to. There's dreams. There's let's take a shot. I bet you some of you would even go to the open house for sure with no plan of buying. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I've done that. I've been on first dates where I'm like, I have, I'm just here to fucking have a couple of drinks with a beautiful woman yeah. that I, I'm attracted to. I guess her theory is like, okay, like in her mind, she's probably like, I don't want to go out with these guys for them to just say that they want kids. Like, and I want, I'd rather find out sooner if that that's a deal breaker for them. Right. And this is, goes back to the problem with the apps is that like we shut ourselves off to like any, any discomfort. Yeah. And what she's, you're right. I mean, she's like, well, why would I want to waste my time? I don't want to walk down a road. 
And she's probably fearful that her emotions will get in the way of proper decision-making. Yeah. She'll fall for some guy so hard and then have to deal with the heartbreak because he He wants wants a kid and she doesn't want a kid. Right. And it's like, I don't know how you avoid that. I think the way to avoid that is, again, there's no way to avoid that on the app. Like, you're not going to filter that out on Mm. the app. But you could go, if if that's something you feel really strongly about, and it seems like it's almost like a big part of her personality or right. a big part of who she is, on the first date, you could just, you could talk about how that's something that, you know, is like kind of different about you and you've known that your whole life and you feel mm-hmm. so secure about that and like you're really looking to meet someone who's like also on this, wants to do whatever it is you do when you don't, wants to travel the world or wants to, do that. I think that's a totally fine thing to do early on in dating. And the person who like, is kind of like wants kids, but is kind of messing around, might be like, oh, this person's like pretty intense about this thing. And then that'll turn them off. Well, you know what's so funny? I totally agree with you. It's totally, bring it up, date one. Yeah. Hey, I hope you notice I don't want kids. Uh, you know, like, and you know, the feedback from her is, oh, I don't want to scare these guys away. That's too much too soon. And, you know, um, that's where I would say you can't have it all. Right. Right. You, you, you cannot either, waste your time and not scare anyone away. Right. Those are two <laughs> opposing forces. That is, yeah. I mean, that is such a, like a, if you're listening, that's the jewel of this whole episode because people are doing that. They are living in a world where they don't want to scare anyone away and they don't want to waste their time. Yeah. And let me just tell you, you ain't going to get both. Exactly. It's so it's not that's happening. not how the world works. Yeah. It's not how the world works. There's trade-offs in life. You're going to deal with that in dating as well. I'm sorry. You know, bad news. Right. You're not like a bad news for you. You're either going to waste your time or you're going to scare people off. And that goes with anything that's like a super strong conviction. It's right. So, you know, I want to, let's say I'm Jewish and I want to make, and I only want to marry someone that's Jewish. You could wait a few dates before saying that, but who's, you're only wasting your own time. If right. That's something, if that's something that you're passionate about, that's really important to you. That's something that you should be super upfront about. If it's something you don't care that much, if you were, if she was on the fence mm-hmm. and she was like, I'm kind of leaning towards a no, but I'm not really sure it's not a huge part of like, of my daily thought process. Mm-hmm. Then maybe don't mention it as, as quickly as someone again, where she's like, I'm a hundred percent sure right. about this. I've thought a lot about it. Um, I know it not even a little bit. And she's on the app to meet someone for a serious relationship. She's yeah. saying that based on the way she's, presenting these people on the other side. Right. She needs to own that. Totally. I'm here for a serious relationship. And part of that is eh, no babies here. Yeah. And I mean, the the quick, the, I guess the speed at which you say it is depends on how much you value quote unquote, a waste of time. Right. Like is a date where you don't, doesn't end in marriage. Is that a waste of time? Then tell them before the date. Right. If to you, <laughs> if, if it's a, you know, as a, is, is, uh, is a three dates with someone that doesn't end in marriage a waste of time for you? Then tell them before the third. It's like, what is it? What, and you, everyone has their own bar. Time for a is waste different forever. Of, right, for a waste of their time. Some people can have, go out and have a very nice time and it doesn't end. Some people wouldn't go to an open house unless they were seriously looking to buy. Right. No, you're totally right. And and that's a, the like probably the most important part of this whole thing where you go, you know, if this person's like, well, I, I, yeah, I'm open to hooking up. Right. Well, then this isn't as important as finding a serious relationship is. Yeah. And only she, only you can know that about yourself. Everyone has their own tolerance for how much their own time is worth to them. Right. That doesn't end in whatever the, the ideal 
ending is for that scenario. The idea that these guys are like, ah, oh, she doesn't want children. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Would you, Should I like? If you were swiping and you saw that, and I assume you do want children, um, like, would you swipe right? No. You wouldn't swipe right? No. Okay. I, if I saw that, there's things I see on the, I, I do read them. You know, the apps, I, I, you know, take a look. You know, Is that but, now because you're being more intentional or you never would have swiped right on someone who said they didn't want kids? I think that's the problem with the app is you get too much into the, like the weeds of like okay. making sure this person matches exactly what you're looking for. Right. And you're kind of le less open, you know, and you kind of look ahead and you go, well, they, you know, you know how many times I've said no to anyone living in Hoboken? <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys sorry. <laughs> sorry to the listeners well and it's not fair is you it know, because you i'm not getting on the fucking there. path what you if know, they like, i'm you? not crossing a bridge I, I but even then i go i'm gonna make someone come to the city right. you know i don't even know if it's gonna work out i don't want to i don't want to add the pressure side? i'm okay with it upper east i'm cool with it it's like a path it's, specific it's phobia. the river it's the different subway it's and a different state different they're, out of, they're state. out of state yeah also and and here's what you do and and this is i know this sounds bad but i, I guess i'll be the sacrifice i mean that's land. your own that's it's your my own, own personal preference if i yeah. see hoboken i go i have to believe we're two different people okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry okay would you rather date someone who lives in hoboken or someone with no tsa pre-check No TSA pre-check. Oh, wow. You really don't like Hoboken. It's not about not liking Hoboken. I just don't think we... And you don't this think is you'd what, be a match. But this is what the dating apps do to you. And this is... I do what believe... What if you met someone out? You had a great If I was right? out, yeah. Hoboken? Do you like it there? You'd have a great time just talking about it. Like, if right. she was like, I live in Hoboken, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face! Like... <laughs> 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 You know, like I wouldn't do that. Right. But I am doing that on the dating app. Right. No, I get that. I mean, there's so many people where if you met them in real life, you would be much more likely to go out with them than if you met them on an app. I think that's true for so right. many people. And and it, I, it's somewhat the premise of the whole special that I'm putting together. I love that. It's It's really is. Like how I- Get your tickets pre-sale now. Ticket tickets. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> ticket tickets. Tickle, put it tickle. in the bugger jar. Yeah, put in the... <laughs> Get the tickets. Yeah, I, I I, think about this a lot. I, I don't... It is... Uh, well, that's and... why people like meeting people out in person, too. It's like right. less of a curated version of yourself and more of who you actually get to see who I am. You get to feel the vibe. But, yeah. like, I see Hoboken. I am like, we have two different perspectives on life. I go too far down. I go, we were brought up differently. We value, um, uh, you know, different things. I make it personal. Right. And I it's mean, not do, right. I get it. The, the apps do that to you. I can totally see that. The longer you're on them, the more opinions the you're- more judgmental. And more of those judgments harden. Right. They become your positions. Because I don't you, date someone in Hoboken. I don't, I don't date someone that's, you know, that writes that they're- yeah, You know, uh, no babies, you know? You don't have a, you don't have like a-, a you don't have their like vibe to go off of. Right. All you have to go off of is the information. You don't have like a sense of their energy at all. Right. And this goes back to like the beginning conversation we have where you're on a date and you go, what makes, am, am I not feeling the thing I want to feel? Yeah. To go on the second date. Do I even know what that feels like? And then you end up meeting someone in person. You go, I felt it. 
Right. I do want to go on a date with this person. Now I know. Yeah. Oh my God, they live in Hoboken. I guess I'll deal with it. Right. Because the feeling was so well, good. Well, that's the whole thing. Right. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's do some reference. Black deal breaker. Let's do it. Let's play some games. You want to do the first one? I'll do the first one. Red flag or deal breaker? Dear J and J, love the pod and you too. Started listening recently. I'm already a benefit subscriber. Ooh. Holy motherfucking you guys can shit. Subscribe too if you want. If you go on Apple or Spotify, check it out. You up with benefits. I'm going to Jared's Boston show this November. Can't wait. Please sing. She's all in. Fa la 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 la. You're gonna laugh hard. There we go. See, I I give people what they want. Give the this this person wants it. You want singing? She wants it. I'll be singing from the, the rafters. The Christmas spectacular. It's November. The <laughs> November spectacular. That's right. Tra la 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 la, you're coming to the show. Okay. My friend. <laughs> I have a red you flag. You should be a mall Santa. I would do it. That would be just really to funny. like see. That'd be very funny. Ho, ho, ho. What Wait. does little Timmy want? Oh, he's from Hoboken? Forget it. Nothing right. for you. Cold. <laughs> get this Hoboken get trash out of my face. Santa doesn't fly to Hoboken. <laughs> Skip Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> Santa doesn't take the path train. <laughs> My, I can't wait for all the DMs. No, you actually get a lot of bang for your yeah. buck. It's uh, it's no boken for you. That's right. Yeah. That's th- I'm sorry I had to. I want that hat. No, no boken for me. Should we do that? It's a no boken? It's a no boken. Okay. <laughs> My... No boken hat, boogie jars. We got a whole <laughs> new jar. line. Put a dollar in the boogie jar. <laughs> Catherine Gillibrand. 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 Ah, oh, man. Politicians would see my boogie jar. My friends. My friend. <laughs> My friend started dating a new guy a few months ago. And during our second time meeting slash hanging out with him, our other friend asked him in front of the rest of the group when he was going to define the relationship and what his intentions were with our friend. Oh my God, what a nightmare. Oy, fucking aunt of There's the always that, that person. Always. I was too shook to say anything in the moment, but it totally gave me the ick. I feel like it's not her business and isn't the con- this uh, and isn't this a conversation the couple should ha- be having themselves instead of getting a third party to do it like we're in middle school? So red flag or deal breaker, the girl you recently started seeing's friend asked you when you were going to DTR and your intentions in front of her. XOXO, keep doing the Lord's work. Just a girl trying not to scare my friend's guy away. What do you think? So is the red flag or deal breaker that their friend asks you right. when you're going to define? I think if I like the person, it wouldn't. Be, it's not a reflection on the person. Necessarily. No, I, I, I guess yeah. Would uh, it's more about their? They have an annoying friend. Everyone has an annoying friend. Right. I would avoid that friend. Yeah. I would. I would have to say like. 
Your friend's annoying. I don't like that friend. Yeah. It, w- it would be a tough thing and they would have to go, no, they do, you know, that's thing. You know, like they would give me the <laughs> song and dance of why they hang out with this person. But I would also, um, there's a little bit of like, did they put them up to this? Well, that's the other, I guess you would wonder that in the back of your head. Right. Well, I would be like, would what's be, that I all would, about? I would assume the person really liked me. Right. If, yeah, like, I would too. If I was going out with a guy and his friend was like, so are you going to lock this down? <laughs> right, right. I'd be like, yeah, is he? <laughs> <laughs> we are? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I would assume I've been talked about. Right. I mean, it would be a tougher question if you weren't, if I feel like this would probably be, this is usually more from the girl's friend to the guy. And it's, it, it's right. more, I've had it happen. It's a tougher, it's a tougher, it's a, it's a bigger red flag if you're not interested in doing that than if you are. Right. And I've had this happen. I think early on, it's like easy to get past. This happens. And oh, it happens then starts with the engagement. Yeah. So when, when are you, you going to propose? I hate that friend. Yeah. Yeah. That friend. I've seen things. that. That's and it's yeah. like and what does he say? Well, here's like, the thing: they're not asking because like they're so concerned for their friend. They're asking because they're just fucking nosy, right? And, and they want to see, yeah. right? They want to see what you say. There is that friend that someone has that's like the I like to see the guy squirm friend yeah. because it's not my problem afterwards. Like right. they don't have to go home with the guy. Yeah, that's annoying. It's annoying. I agree. And I I do judge people based off their friends. Okay. A little bit. A li- I I a little a little bit. You are the people you keep. Yeah, I think you overall, know. if you if you want to judge them by their their friends overall, like the overall vibe. I don't do like in, like the individuals necessarily. You're right. Like overall, do you have a good fun a group good of group. friends? Right. right. If you have like a, a, one annoying person in that group, there's always one. But I would always need to go. Well, what what happened there? And right. then they'd have to go. They couldn't say to me, "What do you mean?" Right. I'd have to go, no, that person sucks, yeah, right? I'd be like, we, oh, they've been friends forever. Right. That person's no, yeah, they'd have to be self-aware. It's like anyone, it's like having an annoying family or a right. crazy person in your family. You'd have to be like, yeah, that's just Uncle. That's going to happen Uncle Jed, time, so. he's just like, you know, super annoying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uncle so-and-so. Yeah. They're going to give you a wet willy once in a that's while. It's going to be a little well, weird. Yeah. And uh, he's known for that. But they have to be self-aware about it. They can what do you mean? Those are the best. No, I love when he sticks his hand in my ear and it's all wet. Exactly. (laughs) All right, let's do another one. Go for it. Jay and Jay, I've been listening for years and love listening to you discuss all sorts of dating woes. I'm hoping to get some clarity on this red flag or deal breaker. They prioritize sports over spending time with you. Uh Uh-oh. Here's some context. Someone likes the ball game. I've been dating this guy since March, and since the beginning of football season, I felt a shift in our relationship. (laughs) He hasn't been texting his office. This is like the plot of that movie um, with the the Red Sox. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. Yeah. I don't know. Not Fever. Is it Fever Pitch? I think it's Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch pitch, might be the Jessica Biel one. Oh, that's Summer. Yeah, it's Fever Pitch. Summer Catch. Summer Catch is the, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Fever pitch, yeah, summer catch. catch. Oh, yeah. Sports movies. Right. Sports romance movies. Yeah. Grab he, my balls. He hasn't been texting <laughs> as often during nights and weekends and seems more distracted. He told me that every Sunday he has a tradition of going to his friend's house because they have been watching football together for 12 years. I asked him if that means we won't be able to do anything all winter on a Sunday for events, etc. And if he and he said if we make it far enough in advance, he'd try to honor it. Secondly, on a past Saturday night, we we decided to go out for drinks because football was on Sunday and a college football game was on at the bar. 
We'd be mid-conversation, and instead of responding to me, he would be making comments about the game to himself. I told him afterward I felt ignored during our time out together and that football was a priority rather than quality time with me. I know it's important for everyone to have their own interests, but it seems like he cares more about football than putting in the effort. I've also never dated a guy who cares so much about sports before. Am I overthinking it and I should just suck it up until February? Or is there... Or is this a reasonable issue to be upset over? Thanks for your advice. Not the biggest sports fan. Um, <laughs> she sounds like a cliche sitcom wife. I mean, it's all, that's what I'm saying. It all sounds like a movie. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know. Turn off the game. Come on. Talk to me. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. It, it is funny that like, I and I know this is my pre-existing um, biases. Right. But I'm like, oh, he's what a nag. <laughs> it's like oh, the game's on well it's kind of like, you know, like a, I, I you know need, I sound bad but you need to have a specific it's kind of like let's say she was like he drinks all the time and that annoys me mm. you, and that changes his behavior because that's what she's talking about the football where it can be like you have to point to a specific thing it can't be right. like you watch football too much because that right. is like an annoying that's an annoying critique because it's like and uh, yeah so I, what? I, I like my hobby. what I, I like, like it. yeah but I could see where she's like, okay, I want if I want I want to get lunch with my sister and and you or something, mm. or I want to plan a group thing, and you're saying you can't go. To me, that's like that's upsetting that I feel like I can't do. It. But if she's saying he's saying if you give me enough adv- advance time, I mean, and Mike's a little bit like this too. He's very into this is a hobby he's had for a while. He's invested in. He does the fantasy league, whatever the thing is. In the beginning <laughs> of our, whatever the stupid yeah, thing that he cares stupid about, bullshit yeah. thing is that he cares about. And in the beginning, I was like, maybe a little annoyed about it. Now I'm like, this is great. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. Uh, yeah. And like, I'll see you Sunday night for dinner. Well, that's the <laughs> thing you plan your life around. You right. go, you're aware. This is something that matters to him. Right. And so Sundays you go, He's got this thing, but like you're gonna grade it amongst you're like right, and it's not like Im- immobile like on, on it completely. If I was like, I have a plan like that for for us to go do this thing on Sunday, he'd be right. like, all right, that's fine. I mean, like if I did it every weekend, he'd be annoyed. But and, and it goes both ways. Yeah. Like you know, you got invited to a wedding on a Sunday, you have to go. Hey, we gotta go to this wedding, and he would go, I get it. Right. You would hope he would say, I get it. Yeah. On the other side of it, you he would go, you know. If, right, well, then I'm not. I don't want to do the lunch the next Sunday. Right, sure. like <laughs> if you took advantage of that to know that you know, if you never thought of his football stuff, right, then it would be annoying. Yeah, and and I actually do. She does bring up a specific event. I mean, she does bring up being in the bar and the college game was on. He's not listening to her. Sure. But but if you were already like football's annoying, and now look at it again, and you go. Well, maybe you just don't like what I, who I am. Well, that's possible. It depends, like, again, how big of a part of his personality is this? How much do you care? How much do you enjoy Sundays in apple picking? Right. <laughs> I mean, is he betting on these games? Like, to, to mutter to yourself yeah. at the bar, it's like, dude, are oh, you okay? Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, it's going to be okay. There's think, highlights. Like, yeah. I think there's a difference between, like, respecting someone's hobby and, like, and again, I think it depends on how intense they are about it. Mm-hmm. If he's, if he, she had said, I'd like to do some things on Sundays, and he was like, nope, not going to happen. Right. Like, that would be different to me than his, like, just, like, if you give me enough time, I cannot, I can, like, honor it. Here's he the, said try to honor it, which is a little annoying, because it's like, 
Right. Let's 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 at least open ourselves up to compromise yes. in the future. That's in a definitive it. way. Right. Not in a vague maybe way. Well, yeah, let's talk about it. Right. Um, and also respect the fact that this is important to me. Yes. Here's what I don't like that she wrote. And it's a very uh, big part of this is I've also never. Uh, uh, am I overthinking it? And should I just suck it up until February? I wouldn't want to date someone who's just sucking it up a big part of my life. Like, right. you know, pushing through like they're like, this is their cross to bear. Oh, woe is me. I, I and, Every half of the year. Right. <laughs> half the year. Yeah, and it's right. like, you go, well, if you, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm this, not, is, this is also a bigger issue, I think, again, in the beginning of dating when you're like trying to spend every waking minute do with something someone together, and you're yeah. so excited about every activity. Now I'm like, great. You have your, this is like your thing that you like. And I like that you have a thing that you right. like that doesn't involve me because I can do my thing that I like that does nothing to do with you. Right. And as, and I, I think that's a big part of like what relate, like this person isn't, I guess the reason I like went to like naggy with this email mm -hmm. is like, there's, you guys are kind of working together at this point. Yeah. So it's like, this is what he does, you know, yeah. like, and you're either going to like figure that out. Like if I, I'm trying to think it wouldn't, you know, I guess that's the whole premise of red flag deal breaker is like, would you know, this is what it, it is. Be, if it's a deal breaker for her, then that's it, fine. I don't yeah, think yeah. there's anything wrong with that where she's like, I'm not really interested in dating big football fan guy. No. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. I think that's totally fine. If some people don't care, some people that feel it for, for me, it would be a, a red flag, not a deal breaker. If he did the thing every time we were out to dinner on a Saturday night, that would be, that might be a deal breaker. Like I was thinking like, what if I dated someone who watches all the housewives shows? Like every single one. Okay. I like, watch most of them. Most of them. <laughs> I mean, I watch, those aren't like in real time though. That's, That's the thing. What, yeah. what would be like, I, I'm trying to think of like, what's an appointment? It's tough. There's not that many like, like I guess live the bachelor. event. Yeah. If I mean, so, you'd clearly be into that. I'd be into it. But yeah. I also would might be see, annoying. I can imagine that some people would be like, "I'm not into that, and I don't want to do that." I've had that. Home. I've had that in my past. I've yeah. had the. Now I got to stay in. You know, I mean, you some people do this think about Monday working out. Some people don't like to date people who like work. Like they're like, I don't want to be with someone who's just you know working out every day, every right. morning. I like to do some morning coffee with someone or with whatever. someone. And, yeah, and this takes away personal preferences. I think it's fine personally. Um, let's do one more. One more. All right. I have a red flag or deal breaker for the podcast. You're in a relationship around Halloween time and your boyfriend asks you for ideas for a couple's costume, except it's not you and him dressing up. It's a couple's costume for him and his dog. <laughs> I guess that was What should Rufus and I do? <laughs> Every year. I guess this wasn't a deal breaker for me because I dated him for two Halloweens where the same thing happened. Um, it's not that I was dying to do a couple's costume, but I felt annoyed that I wasn't even considered. Thanks. Love the pod, the third wheel. I just love the turn this takes. It's like, Hey, what, do a, what will be a good couple's costume? And she's like, well, Oh, it be sunny and chair. Right. It's like, I don't know if that coloring is great for my dog. Right. <laughs> you what? <laughs> Your dog. <laughs> like, I don't know if the dog would fit in. That would be dress. a little annoying. It'd be like, they'd be a little obsessed with their dog. I think. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's also, here's the other problem. It's the grab for attention. It's, oh, yeah. it, it is. They've got to be that guy. Right. We, we and Chuckles do it every year. Right. And I know this is like not fair. <laughs> this isn't fair to Chuckles. But <laughs> 
That's a funny dog name. I don't know why I said that. Chuckles. Let's make it clown. <laughs> I mean, the Chuckles. clown name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. What's your dog's name? Buster. That's Chuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Chuckles is a fun dog name. It's I think you kind of fun. No into should, yeah, people should have used it more. Call it Chuck. Hey, Chuck A. Yeah, Chuck Chuckles. Chuckles. Yeah, it makes I you love laugh. that I name. Like that. Yeah. that will be my future dog's name. I love that. I'm taking it. Okay, you could have it. You can I get have a it dog too. first. We'll see. You name name your first child Chuckles. Okay. <laughs> Chuckles, Mike, as you'll see, as we'll hear on our next <laughs> podcast, Marinelli. I... Hold on. Where was I? I was so enlightened by Chuckles. chuckles. Okay. The, you said it's not Chuckles' fault. No. Here's the thing. It's like, and I know this isn't fair. You know, it's like when a man has a big social media presence. Yeah. Like it, we've talked about this and before. And you're like, eh. And you're like, what, is, what does he need right. this for? Who is this for? And then when a woman has a big social media presence, no one like cares. Like when she's posting like her at the beach, uh, right. big post. No one. It, yeah. it, it's a double standard. But it is funny that like guy dressing up with his dog, I'm like, why do you need this? Trying a little this? too hard. Yeah. yeah. Why do you need this attention? You have a girlfriend. Right. Who is <laughs> like, this for? I agree with that. Right. right. It'd you be could, like a little annoying. I'm, and if Elabor- I was- di- and a, One year, maybe it'd be funny. But every right. year, this is like your thing. That It's the type of joke that would like be funny, then not funny, then get funny again. <laughs> okay. Because like- Every I, other year, you right. need to do it. <laughs> like Phil from Modern Family- like this is it. a yeah. version. Like you have to age into this. Twenty year old that does it with her dog. I'm like, get out of here. Right. You're cl- you're trying to be a clown. Right. Fifty year old the him and chuckles. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of cool. I like that. All right. Well, we did it again. We did it again. We solved dating. Another great episode, if I do say so myself. We really put out some gems. We killed it. We want <laughs> you to share the show. We killed it. Yes. <laughs> a little bat on the back. There we go. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, friend, tell friend, tell a friend. Friends. Yeah, tell several. And rate, review, and subscribe. And, you know, we'll be back on Sunday with a great guest. We're going to talk about money. It's going to be awesome. Bye. Boom. The You Up Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.